improve your life, watch this now. Wait till the end. Or just watch till the end. Yeah, watch wa- till the end. <laughs> watch till the end to find something meaningful. And I swear it's not clickbait. I swear we're talking secret about Secret to life discovered. <laughs> yeah, right. The secret to your life discovered in the next four hours of this episode or how long this episode goes. So make sure you watch till the end. Follow the podcast on Spotify and uh, Linktree. LinkedIn. What other websites do people put? Um, OnlyFans. OnlyFans. Follow my podcast on OnlyFans, where we strip down the podcast to see all the good bits. If you want the real juicy podcast, go to OnlyFans. Facts. It's OnlyFans.com slash Ajay and Adnan. One of us is married. Guess who? Oh, yeah. No, don't tell her. (laughs) I'm recording, by the way. We already started the podcast. I know, I know. Oh, she's gonna be listening to this. Yeah, I don't understand. Uh, who am I kidding? She's gonna be. She's gonna stop like two minutes in. Who my wife? Yeah, <laughs> she's gonna listen. Children listens. Children <laughs> hears you ramble all day long. Now she's gonna sit there on the computer and listen to you. Yeah, that's true. It's like I already listened to this guy way too much. Now you're telling me I gotta listen to this guy on my phone. That's that's. I'm so sorry. Hey, you never know. Maybe she will. Maybe she won't. She will definitely find out something very important about her life as long as she watches till the end. Till the last minute of the four hours. Uh, Literally the last minute. Yeah, she has to watch till the last minute. So, welcome back to the podcast that Jay, you haven't been here for a hot minute. That is true. That is very true. I was here at the beginning and now I'm here at phase two, I guess. (laughs) Pandemic version. (laughs) Pandemic version, we're starting off again. Um, So, pandemic version. What'd you do in the week? How's your life going? How you been? Uh, it's been good. It's been going as normal as possible. You know, I'm in school still, so it's the same thing every single day. Oh, that's fine. You know, it's very depressing when you can't differentiate yesterday from the day before yesterday. <laughs> like, it's all a blur. <laughs> like, my every single day, I'm trying to create new habits and everything, right? So every single day, I've been trying to wake up at the same time. And then as soon as I wake up, like at 7.30, I get ready and go for a run around 8. I can only run mm-hmm. for like 10 minutes because, you know, stamina is not my thing. Mm-hmm. And then I come home in like 10, 15 minutes, shower. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I shower, I try to get something done because I feel very productive at that moment. And then I watch like a lecture till like about 11 or do some assignment. And then I'm done. And the rest of the day, I'm just playing games or looking at other assignments or something like that. So it's over and over again that's the same thing you see no yeah see that's the thing that's something i gotta really commend you for like the your morning sounds productive which is as of right now for me complete opposite like i I try my best but for the longest time it's like (laughs) i wake up at seven then i'm like yeah i'm gonna go to sleep sleep till 10 and then stay in bed for two more hours so like by 12 i wake up and have breakfast and i'm like yeah intermittent fasting (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so like i did something positive for myself <laughs> so that's been the longest thing and yeah ever since uh ever since you started talking about this more it gave me a little more encouragement i i think i needed for a long time i don't know what it is i really don't but for the longest time like a lot of things have happened in the past couple months for me mm-hmm. but like i don't know it just i just feel like i hit this wall or like my energy for life has just disappeared you know what i mean do you ever do you ever get that 
you just I think that's true for a lot of people, especially now during the pandemic. Yeah. Because everyone's life has become a lot more systematic because all the options that make your life a little bit more interesting, like going out to a restaurant or going out and seeing new places, is so much more controlled mm-hmm. that you don't want to do it. So you make that even a more, it's become more rare to go out and do anything. So your life's become very cyclic. You know, it's the same thing over and over again. I think that can bring anyone down. Yeah, well, and, and on, top of, on top of that, everybody's just at home. We're all just yeah. chilling here. We all just wake up and like, oh, get to your Zoom class or, or something and then not go out. You know, the thing is, I'm always like that normally. Like, I like to stay home most of the time and I don't realize when it's bad for me. So mm-hmm. with this, I'm like really deep into it. And I'm still like, yeah, no, I'm gonna, I think staying home is nice. Stay, <laughs> I'm still going to stay home. My creativity is nowhere to be found. My productivity nowhere to be found. Yeah, I'm, 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 I like home. I like this room. Most of the time, I don't even leave my room. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just here in this, like, in this, what, like, 10 by, like, 10 meter square room. And I'm just chilling. You know, I think right now, during, like, this whole COVID thing, because we're all stuck at home and just doing nothing, it gives us a really good dilemma to really test our, you know, before... Like, you know, you could have improved yourself or you could have stayed at home or you could have just spent your time outside and did whatever, right? Mm-hmm. When we go outside and do whatever, we still feel like we did something with our day. So it gives us our sense of accomplishment. Mm-hmm. But now that quick form of sense of accomplishment isn't there anymore. So we have this dilemma where, one, we get to just stay at home and just waste our life away feeling bored and depressed and all that. <laughs> or we can try... <laughs> Second option is very difficult. I'm saying it like it's just don't listen easy. to the government and go outside <laughs> to public places. No, anyway. no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying that. That's not option two. I'm saying option two is try to do something a bit more productive with your life. Yeah. Like right now, you have two questions or two options only in front of you. You know, be more lazy or try and be more active. Given trying and being more active is very difficult, but that's the only other option you have now. Because the third option of having a fun time outside is gone. I mean, you could still. Eh, I still. I still see people going out and basically acting like COVID doesn't exist by now. Well, yeah, they're gonna die off soon. But <laughs> <laughs> you know. oh yeah, you, is that a guarantee? Like, where are you getting these numbers from? <laughs> they're just gonna die. I off don't soon. know, man. <laughs> Something's bound to happen with those people. I don't know, but I'm saying to normal people who you know have a sense of responsibility for society and all that crap. Yeah. Like, for example, like some of the things I've started doing now for entertainment purposes is going on a lot more walks. And a lot of, a lot of my friends have started joining me on my ridiculously long walks. Because oh, yeah. It's literally the thing to do. And uh, that's, that's a much more productive thing than just wasting my life in, inside. You know, it's not very productive. I'm still not really doing anything. <laughs> like, like, instead of wasting my life inside, I'm going to waste my life outside. See the difference? <laughs> Complete yeah, game changer. <laughs> I'm, it's still a form of exercise. You know, that's something that's not that wasn't part of my life for a very long time. But mm. now, since I'm consistently going on walks, at least that's a little bit of exercise. Whereas before, I'd be like, all right, uh, there's this cool restaurant that's... Oh, yeah, road, right? <laughs> yeah. You go outside, oh, this place is open. Let me just eat this new chicken place. And boom, yeah. so some, somehow your exercise walking turns into you getting more fat, which is always a great thing, which yeah. is something that happened to everybody, I feel like, because everybody's like sitting down now, and we all mm-hmm. gained like a ridiculous amount of weight all of a sudden. 
I'm the heaviest I've ever been in my life. Believe it or not. Yes. Same here. Despite me going on a while. Well, my walks have kept me lower than what I would have done if I didn't go on my walks. Oh, it's, it's been holding me back. <laughs> yeah. Holding Otherwise, I would have been like really potential. big. <laughs> like 500 pounds deep. Yeah, right? I could easily increase my weight to like 350 if I really wanted. But, you know, I go to Pete Earth's mass <laughs> if it wasn't for walks. You, you just have your own gravitational weight. People start revolving around you now. It's like, nice. I just take away the COVID people. <laughs> I'm gravitating all the COVID. <laughs> He's saving the world. He's the avatar the world needed. Just breathing it in. <laughs> Yo, at this point, your body's going to be so big, Corona doesn't even know where to go. By the time it tries it goes, to get to your lungs, it's dead. It goes into the abyss. <laughs> it's like, bro, what the hell is this shit? It's a Jay's body, bro. Where's oh. the lungs? I think we are in the lungs. What do you mean? It's dark. Where's the lungs? We're just in a section of the lungs. That's true. Can't you, The only way to beat COVID at this point is just eat and eat more. <laughs> Outweigh COVID before it outweighs you. Yep. That's the subject matter of today's topic. How to, Welcome to the secret of life. <laughs> that's the secret of your life. How to beat, yeah, basically how to beat COVID. Just get massive. Just get thick. Like really thick. And boom. There you go. But, you know, if that's anyone's... good. I feel like, you know, after a really long time, I... It's it sucks because there was a lot of months to actually do a lot because I'm I'm starting to get into that mindset too. It, only recently am I starting to get back my sense of existence, if you will. And it kind of sucks because there has been a lot of months where it was just mundane and not not a lot of things happened and it's kind of like you try but doesn't really go but like the biggest thing that I noticed, I don't know if it's Corona, I don't know if it's lockdown, I don't know if it's whatever, but it's like the sense of life that's been drained is only now coming back. And we're already at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And then that weighs down on you too, because now you're like, oh, shoot, look at all the months that I literally didn't do anything with that I could have. I don't, I don't think that's a good way to look at it at all. Oh, 100%, 100%. Like, I don't think anybody should should think about all the time they wasted because then you're you're in a really bad place. But I don't know. It's just kind of like it's something I can't help but think from time to time. Well, I I think I already told you this before, but for the podcast, I'll say it again. Remember what Chris Pratt said, the movie actor, about how he got went from being that fat guy from that TV series to being the ripped guy from the Marvel movies? It took him eight months. He wasn't mm-hmm. one of those next level. Like he wasn't a Chris Evans where he lost all his weight or whatever in like a month or something. Mm-hmm. He, he took his time. He took eight months. He went at it properly and he lost his weight because he, like he, he started losing his weight prior to becoming, uh, Star Lord, right? Mm-hmm. So, one of the things he said is that it is hard work, but people nowadays always look for a shorter, quicker way of trying to accomplish whatever. Because of, they look back at all the time they wasted and they feel pressured to get to the goal quicker. Mm, 100%. So, 100%. So all these people that are trying to lose weight, they're trying to look for these quick two-month, three-month uh, turnaround, you know, which isn't really possible because a normal person, like if you want to lose weight normally, like lose fat normally, it's you lose two pounds a week. Meaning if you're... And, that, if and, you're no, one, and even then, that's, that's like really controlled and you really know what you're doing, what you're eating. Yeah. 
right? That's a healthy way of doing it, but people aren't looking at it because they're like, I spent so much time trying to find this quick way that I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah, that I wasted time. <laughs> so there's no going yeah. back now. <laughs> yeah, I've already killed so many months. I better find it now. Yeah. But he, he said that, imagine what you were doing eight months ago, you know? You were doing the same thing you were doing now, trying to find a quick way or relaxing, mm. right? And if you try to, if you keep looking back and trying to find a shortcut or whatever, you may find it or chances are in eight months time, you'll be exactly where you are, wasted all that time. So which, start, <laughs> yeah. Which whatever means, you plan, you have just start it. No, yeah, but like, yeah, no. If if you waste eight more months, then now you've wasted a lot of months, more than a year. So that now you have more pressure, which means you really gotta find the secret like ASAP. And so yeah. you're gonna you're gonna keep doing doing that for the uh, repetition for your entire life, basically. Time's not going anywhere. So facts, yeah. facts, consistently taken one step at a time. Yeah, I, I don't know why this happens. This is like just wanting wanting to do things fast. So you, we just got to be a little more comfortable with acknowledging that things will take a little longer than we expect it to. I mean, if you think about it, it's pretty simple why people always look for a quick and easy way out. It's because change takes effort and effort is uncomfortable. Right. Especially mm. for the vast majority of people, including me, I don't know about you, but including me, you know, it's, I'm so used to the comfortable life that I lead where everything is just, you know, I wake up, I chill, I relax, I play games, I eat, whatever, and whatnot. And then there comes something where I need to put an effort to get to like, losing weight, or maybe like learning the piano or whatever, right? Like, I always imagine myself being able to do these things, but don't really take into consideration the effort that goes into it. And once you start it, you're like, oh, crap, I need to actually do something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> putting yourself through that effort makes you feel uncomfortable because now you're just doing something that's out of the norm. So now you're looking for quicker ways to get through it as quickly as possible or easy ways. You know, That's why all these ads in, on the internet are saying quick and easy, quick and easy. Oh, yeah, 100%. You Any ad... Just for future ad people out there, or you want you, any anybody's listening who want to start a company or on anything, just put your ads and just say quick, easy, or fast, or all three, and whatever and you're trying to sell, yeah, free, hundred percent. You you'll instantly sell out of whatever you're trying to sell. Just a yeah. quick tip, because there's a lot of morons out there like me. Hundred <laughs> percent. It's like you know, there's a lot of stupid people just like us out there who are probably going to click that link to see what's the one week way to lose ten pounds. Amazing, for free. That's exactly what everybody wants. But uh, on on hindsight, what I think it's worse is that people people don't re- see people try to do this, and then what my understanding is is that say you want to do something, it takes effort. And effort can be uncomfortable if you're not used to it, if your mindset's not like that, right? So when you lower or decrease the time in normal reality, it would mean that basically you're trying to do all the change in a shorter time, which means there's even more stress and effort associated. But in a funny way, naturally, we don't think like that. We just think if it's shorter the time, there's less effort I have to put in, which doesn't make any sense at all. Exactly, yeah. But we still, I mean, we still believe it for some reason. Yeah. I mean, technically, there is a way you can lose all your weight in three months. and Just don't abs. eat. Don't eat, drink, don't do anything. Or not even that. There's like, you need to eat a lot. 
like I, I've looked into it. You need to eat like pounds and pounds of chicken breast, like l lean meat. Oh, just go 100% protein. Yeah, I just spend like five hours at the gym, and then like sleep proper hours, and then drink like 20 gallons of water, and then starve yourself of water in order to lose all the water weight. It's like a whole process, and then there's like 30 bottles of supplements you need to take. <laughs> no, no, that's way too much. I'm looking for a shorter way, but also easier. See, yeah, that's that's what you're not getting. Okay. Yeah, well, there's also something called decay. So if you shoot yourself, you'll your body will decay all the fat. <laughs> all right. Hey, hold on. What are you what are you trying to insinuate on the podcast? I don't, uh, I don't understand. There's, there's... Hey, no. Why we don't we don't bro. do that here, bro? We don't we don't insinuate. And we're not saying. Here's the thing. Hey. We're not saying you should listen, listen. We're just saying it does in nature work. Doesn't mean we're advocating it. Yeah, well, obviously, don't. I'm expecting the three people that's listening to this be older and smarter than, you know. That's what you think. The but these are these are these are the same older, smarter people who are looking for shorter ways and wasted eight months to, trying to do something. So, yeah. you know, well, pick your I'm assuming that they know that shooting themselves is not the best way of losing weight. <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually, you know, what's that, what's that surgery where they put liposuction uh, needles? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of. Shooting yourself with needles and then sucking it all out, technically. That's, so, that's, that's, not, that's not even close. If you look at it in very loose terms. <laughs> in like very loose terms. Like very, very, we're talking very, very loose, loose terms. terms. Like, like you know, loose. bullet versus needle. It's, it's the same thing. If we look at it uh, very loosely, it's uh, essentially the same thing. Yeah. But the only difference is that I feel like lipo would cost you more, no? Not if it kills you too. Then, <laughs> then you wouldn't make anything at all. Then, yeah, it's gonna cost a lot. <laughs> then, then I don't, I don't have to pay anything. This right of liposuction. Liposuction? That's easily like three k. I, I mean the success rate, not the cost. Oh, the success rate. The success rate of lipo. I don't think there's a failure rate. I don't know. It's a drastic change in the that again for. Two computer scientists talking about biology. Of course, we don't know what the hell. Hey, I I study bio. I looked at that. You want a YouTube video? Not. We don't. I don't think you learn about liposuction through a YouTube video. <clears throat> yeah, I do. They were like, All right. get slim fast, get liposuction. I was like, whoa, I'm a scholar. You put the needle, and they're like, whoop, and boom, you gorgeous. Obviously, there's gonna be like some sort of horm There's gonna definitely be hormonal imbalance, and you you have this whole process of recovery. But hey, look, all I'm saying is that Kim Kardashian did it. It's pretty. It's working for her. So, she got liposuction. Yeah, pretty sure, hundred percent. Kylie, um, they they did a lot. I feel like. Yeah. So I don't think they're gonna. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure they did do lipo at one point. Oh well, who knows? But I mean, jokes aside, all right. To anyone who's still listening, all the jokes aside, there are technically ways of lose like doing whatever quickly. But that takes an exponential amount of effort, and it could come with the side of danger as well, right? Like, because this is not normally not supposed to happen very quickly, like mm -hmm. losing weight, for example. Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't happen very quickly. Mm -hmm. It comes with a lot of effort and dedication and ultimately damage to the body. Yeah, exactly. And here's some serious wisdom that I've learned throughout my life about anything fast. So the thing is, in life... Your body and your mind, it doesn't like fast changes at all. And anything yeah. quick changing will completely destabilize you psychologically as well as, well as physiologically. 
So as much yeah. as we want to be like, hey, we want to do things fast, just just remember that even though it's possible, you're going to be in a more uncomfortable, emotional, unstable, and physically unstable state than you would have if you just took the longer route. Because we don't like to be that unstable that quickly. And quick things, quick changes will always bring instability. And that's something... Mm-hmm. People are living in like a fairy tale land, basically. They're like, I'm going to shorten the time and somehow shorten the pressure. Instead of the pressure going up, somehow it's going to be less. Because that makes sense. It's like me saying, hey, I'm going to take one year to earn $40,000. But no, I want want it quicker. So in one week, I'm going to earn 40000 And for some reason, it's going to be easier. How does yeah. that make sense? It's not. It's... Yeah, we're no... in, and, and, and But no, people... And then we still, in a weird way still look for that yeah 100 percent well I, knowing it's going to be a pain in the ass yeah i think when you're trying to learn or do something that is vastly different from the current lifestyle that you have and the easiest example is like weight loss but it could be something else too like having a proper study habit and sleep habit or whatever like so like if you're a person that sleeps at like 5 a.m and wakes up at 12 or 2 and then doesn't do anything for the rest of the day, and then game for a little bit, and then thinks about studying, but doesn't end up studying, and then spend more time on YouTube. Kind of like me <laughs> a while ago. <laughs> you could have just uh, you could just said that from from the very beginning, like oh, I feel like I, me. Well, like I'm saying, you know, like f- suddenly changing your sleep habit, mm-hmm. or suddenly trying to incorporate exercise into your life, it is a big difference. And doing it all quickly is a recipe for failure because. When you're trying to do something that changes who you are fundamentally, it comes with, it, it requires a mental change. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you need to think and behave and look for, for different things than whatever you are currently. You, got, you basically got to be a different person. Kind of. right? But you can work it up to that. So basically the people who take their time and for losing, losing weight, for example, like the people that dedicate themselves to losing two pounds a week or whatever and they take eight months or six months or however long they do at the end of it their mentality will be such that they can work out every single day they can sleep properly and eat healthy without thinking too much about it because they've done it for eight months and now they can sustain that for however long in the future you know because their Mm -hmm. lifestyle their habits and their thinking process has changed definitely has a sense of longevity when you take it longer because it's way more integrated i feel like into your life who you are yeah and like imagine you do fine like imagine we're wrong and there is a quick and easy way of losing all your weight and getting six packs or whatever right and you do that in a month or two and i'm and it doesn't take that much effort mm-hmm. are you going to keep doing that over and over again for the rest of your life or are you gonna go back to the way you've been because eating like 120 months. grams of just raw chicken breast and no rice ever in my life and no sugar of course 100 percent. yeah like there's a few people that can't do it you know continue <laughs> that for the rest of their lives but you know just talking to the common man or woman or whatever they identify or others <laughs> others is it's not possible so i think looking at your lifestyle you need to change your habits and your the, your attitude. I think that's the main key, your attitude. You need to change your attitude and everything else kind of falls into place like Domino's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Domino's pizza. 100%. Yep. And, uh, you know, 
That's, that's how I can tell you're not there yet. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? I'm, I'm fit. I'm basically well, like sack Domino's. <laughs> and you say Domino's pizza. Wow. Weight Watchers would, would be making me decay if they ever saw me. <laughs> but no, the thing is, there's a, there's a huge sense of acceptance that has to come with this. Because personally, I, f- I find this really hard hard with me. Um, not not with weightness. Well, maybe. Being, being overly ambitious in a lot of things. Um, it's like, I want to do a lot in a shorter amount of time and accepting that, no, you got to do little by little and you got to extend the time frame. That is a hard thing to accept. You can, you can say it to yourself, but truly accepting like, Hey, no, look, no matter how ambitious you want to be, no matter how much you want to change, no matter if you want to give 110% today, thing is it's not sustainable tomorrow. You might crash or you do it for a week and the next week you'll completely crash and burn out. Right. So you have to kind of accept the speed that you need to go at. I think it, the I think the best example of this would be basically like say you're driving, you're trying to get somewhere. Just because you want to get there quicker doesn't mean necessarily mean you got to drive at 200 miles an hour because there's more chances of crashing that you'll never make it there. So you have to accept the speed limit regardless. And I've been really struggling with that for the longest time and i you know in a weird way i feel like it's something i'll always keep struggling with so it's always like a mental tuning like i always got to remind myself you know mm-hmm. it's just always kind of there so definitely acceptance is a very hard thing to do personally personally for me when it comes to this but a necessary step because unless you accept the speed that you have to go at you're always going to think like that and, and in a way you're always going to revert back to being like, oh no, let me just push the speed limit. Let me just push the speed limit. Let me just keep going. Uh, let me just do all these di- different things and end up crashing, failing, taking longer time or not doing anything at all for a very long time. Or you could burn out, to be honest. There's no point in stressing about it. You know what I mean? If you're going to pick something, you got to you gotta be, what's the word? Realistic? That's what people call it. Mm-hmm. Sucks. Yeah. Long story short. But no, I agree. I think... Especially people that come from our society, like we come from a very privileged society where we have so much freedom and so much opportunities mm-hmm. that we we try to always like do everything at once because we think we have the option to do so. But I, I think for whatever worked for me is simplicity. I think when you keep things as simple as possible, then even huge things like changing your attitude and your lifestyle become something that is manageable to do, I think. You know, so instead of taking everything on at once, like you said, mm-hmm. which is exactly what I did for a very, very long time, because I think I have a lot of interests and I have a lot of goals and things I want to accomplish. So like, you know, sleeping properly, eating healthy, exercising, um, learning the piano, learning how to learning a different language and then on top of that school and all these things i want to do all these things and then every single time i wake up one day feeling really motivated for some reason i'm like i'm gonna do it tomorrow and then the next day comes along. <laughs> i'm motivated to tell myself that i will do it tomorrow <laughs> yeah and uh, honestly the next day oh, i do man. it i wake up properly i i run exercise i'm dead tired but i feel good about it yeah. and then i take a shower and then i'm like all right piano and i open up a youtube lesson or something i learn a piano and the next day, I wake up at 2 p.m. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. I feel that too. And it's so crazy. And I hate it how it's like you get like Super Saiyan kind of productivity. And literally the next day, you crash. Yeah. 
But here's the thing. I, I don't think... Like, that kind of motivation and inspiration and stuff, if it doesn't come from the work itself, it is very fleeting. It is something that just kind of spiked maybe because of music mm-hmm. or a mm-hmm. movie. And it's very fleeting. But the true inspiration, true motivation comes after you see some kind of result in, mm-hmm. in the yeah. thing. Yeah. So I don't believe that you can ever be fully motivated to start something till you till after you started. You know, you only get motivation to continue. I think. Yeah. So it, it's the it's the loop. It's the action, motivation, and uh, what's the inspiration loop mm-hmm. that I think they they're all connected, and that's why a lot of people talk about this. Is I saw it on a video too. And a lot of people talk about it all, all the time. It's like we always wait for the inspiration or the motivation to take action. But you also need to realize that the action will also build motivation, and it, which in turn will build inspiration, which in turn will aid in give, uh, allowing you to take more action. And, but the problem is nobody wants to t- take... It's kind of like nobody wants to take action without the fire. You know what I mean? Because it's no fun, like waking up, waking up in a good, healthy hour to put in work, and if you're not feeling the fire in your soul, it's not fun. And I don't think I think that's a very uncomfortable state to be in because we're so accustomed to following this motivational drive. So it's like if we don't feel it, we're like, yeah, no, we're not doing it. Yeah, and that motivational drive that we're talking about, that sense of wanting something, uh, and it coming, it comes from deep inside you. It's something that they talked about in the book I'm reading, The Power of Habit. Yeah. And honestly, that, that book has helped me so much in the past couple, like past two weeks. Because it goes into the psychological and like the scientific aspects of what makes, what forms a habit. What creates something that enforces us to do something like clockwork without even thinking. right? And how to create new habits or change bad habits and stuff. Like the book goes into detail about it. I, I can tell you some in a bit, but... Like, for me currently, what I'm capable of doing mm-hmm. is I can, I, for the past week, I I think almost two weeks now, I've been sleeping at 11 and waking up at 7.30 every day. And then I've been going, I went for a run. And then after a shower, I, I study for uh, two or three hours or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's been, that's something that I, back in the day, I would have never thought I would be able to do so consistently. And the way I did it was I built it up. I never, I didn't start all of it together. You know, I didn't do the whole running, sleeping, studying all at once. I, I focused on sleep first, mm-hmm. and I made it so that once it become, once it wasn't such a chore, like it was still a little bit of a problem, but it, once it wasn't such a huge problem, I added the next step in, like which is running, right? And then mm-hmm. once that wasn't such a chore, I added something else. So I think taking things little by little is a lot more realistic than jumping the gun. And and failing in the long long term, like failing consistently. Yeah. So you gotta really all the time bite sized pieces. Right. Nobody nobody really wants to do that. You know what I mean? The more more people are concerned with like, oh, let me just let me just do it. You know, personally for me, let me let me just let me just do it all <laughs> in one day. And then when I can't, then I get hard on myself. I'm like, oh man, this and that, and like, what what will happen in the future? Blah blah blah. So let me just do everything. So right, yeah, it's always it's always a pain. And recently, I think because of Corona, I think staying at home gives you a lot more time with your own thoughts. Yeah, and, just think about your worthlessness of life. Yeah, and it's like it, it it gets to a point where you're like, you know, this is ridiculous how 
things are like n- not only not how you want it to be but at the same time it's like doing it is also a chore still it's like doing it is a chore but then not doing it is also a chore it's like everything the mental and a physical chore yeah it's like it's always it's always something something wrong with it but sure enough when you just shut up and just do something and don't put that huge expectation on yourself in a weird way it works but yeah, again but time crunch. little by little you, you it's gotta, always little by little you, you gotta make the time you gotta you gotta sacrifice you gotta you know just be like it this is gonna take eight months so what if summer is four months away i'm gonna be fat but by winter time when nobody's out i'm gonna be slim as hell i'm gonna be ripped but that's that's what you gotta accept yeah and just gotta I, keep doing it basically is what you're telling me kind of yeah i, I like instead of always looking at the ultimate goal look at step number one focus on step number one and when you feel like you've taken that first step then worry about step number two you know like, don't worry about that eventual leap that you have to take if you haven't even done the run-up yet you know mm-hmm. so. you see easier said than done because everybody thinks about the whole mountain at once yeah but that's the thing everyone needs to look at it for themselves and they need to realize how to not always be worried about the big picture because there's always going to be a big picture to worry about. You know? So basically like, everybody's being stupid. So stop being dumb and then just take it one step at a time. I feel like you hear this way too often to the point where it's just people just start tuning this out in a weird way, I, even though it's the truth. That's the thing. I, I used to tune it out because, you know, no, no one really told me how. How do, how do I focus on one step at a time? And how do I not, you know, worry about the whole thing? Mm, and, like, how do I, like, what does that mean? Yeah, yeah. And to be fair, like, I'm not saying it in this right now either. I'm just saying focus one thing at a time. But it's true. It's it's the most mundane advice or whatever you can give. But ultimately, that's the truth. If you don't learn in your own way to worry about just the next step and always guess. You, you know, what's the point of worrying about something you could never tackle directly? You know, worry about the first thing that you can tackle mm-hmm. and that will eventually lead you down a path where you can tackle that big problem. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 pretty much true. You always got to look at the first thing. I think, and here's the thing. I, so a lot of people also lack that kind of, what is it, discipline? What is it, focus? I don't know. But that sense of realism or mm-hmm. f- to be like, hey, look, no matter how many steps I got to take, you got to, no matter how big your dreams are, you, you still got to be like, okay, let's focus on the next step kind of thing. Not only, yeah. <laughs> you see the way, in a way, when we, when I, when I, th- when I tell you this, I'm starting to realize like people are, people are really, really dumb or, or like, I don't know what's wrong with us because everybody's looking for a shorter way, but we're like, it's going to be easier, even though yeah. we know that's oh. not true. But we say they're dumb, but we're talking about ourselves here. Oh, 100 percent, 100 percent. I'm out here. We're like, the oh. morons in this world. <laughs> it's like, oh, these people are dumb. These people are dumb. And then, as I'm saying this, I'm just drawing clown, clown faces on my face, putting that red nose. 100 yeah. percent. When I say you worry about the big problem, you do this, you do that. I'm just talking about myself. It's just. The, it's I don't want to do that, so I'm just projecting it out. Yeah, it's just the inner projection of our own uh, incapabilities. Yeah, so, yeah moron. Do yeah, better. Bro. Yeah, right. You guys are so. St- Stupid! What are you dumb? And I'm just staring in a mirror. <laughs> yeah. Right. What, what? What do you, do you mean? Don't... 
<laughs> what they don't see is that there's actually a mirror right behind my camera. So I'm right behind my uh, mic. So I'm actually just staring into myself deep in my eyes and just talking about this. Yeah. This podcast is meant for no one else but ourselves. Yeah, don't even listen. <laughs> if you're not us, don't even listen to this. <laughs> I'm going to be listening to this every time I run. I'm going to be crying deep inside. Yeah, right. Now I'm, I'm going to be hearing myself say you from a third perspective. So I'm referring to myself again. <laughs> it's going to hit hard when, when you re-listen to it. Because I got to edit this later. So I'm going really, to... Why am I crying while I'm editing this? <laughs> It's Suddenly gonna... your inside voice it comes from the outside. Yeah, right. Oh, right. It's like, oh, I'm starting to hear. Echo? Why do I hear it twice? <laughs> I'm starting to hear all my inner demons coming from podcast. Podcast? What is this? <laughs> Hit that upload button. This is going to be a... But hey, no. Facts, facts are told. I'm pretty sure most of us, because of Corona. I See, I feel like we're blaming Corona, but I feel like we've been like this our entire lives. Corona just made us look at it. Yeah, right. We're just oh, this. You know what this is? This is scapegoating. Hundred percent scapegoating. We just yeah, finally. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like if if you if the pandemic wasn't here, hundred percent, I'll be like a billionaire by now. It's like, well, were you were you a billionaire before the pandemic? Shut up, okay. <laughs> Don't ask those kinds of questions. It's completely Yo. different. Twenty twenty was my year. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger. If, he, <laughs> if it wasn't for the pandemic, goddamn it. But then you, you know, no, why? You, you know that doesn't make any sense because Arnold Schwarzenegger would, would would literally be like, I woke up and did a hundred sit ups right on my bed. I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> <laughs> the pandemic, man. It's, it's I swear I can't even do it at home because you know pandemic yeah. stuff. I, Somehow, I gotta conserve my little energy for to fight the pandemic. Exactly, exactly. I can't be too weak because then I'd have to buy food, which would mean I'd have to poop a lot more. And as we all know, tissue paper and toilet paper are out of stock. Yeah. So because of that, I'm not working out. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. Trust me. Here's a map. Look at it. <laughs> Send those you a PDF people, after. <laughs> those rip people are so lucky because of our problems with the pandemic. A hundred percent. No, think about it like this. Because every rip person has a high metabolism and they have to poop a lot, right? And you need the toilet paper. Otherwise, you'll get like, it's dirty and you can't wipe and infection will set in and you'll die. And think about it like this. Like ever since the pandemic started, have you seen any ripped people? No, exactly. No. They all did. Dead. Facts. Hundred <laughs> percent. Go look Why? outside. They poop too much. Exactly, and they couldn't wipe. And then eventually, the poop monster got him. I don't know. The, their toilets yeah. clogged up. Shit, man. The died. pandemic came out of the toilet. Yeah, right into their poop hole, man. <laughs> it just jumped. Went right up their butthole, and <laughs> yo, it that was the end of it. Yeah, it just is what it is. Because they're like, oh, you didn't, ho ho ho, you didn't wipe today. I don't know why it sounds French, but yeah. you know. And then killed them. That's why nowadays you don't see anybody who's ripped. These yeah. are just facts. I'm just pulling this straight out of statistics on yeah. Google. Front page. Front page Google. Front page. Like you click on Google, this is what you get. Yeah. This just, everybody knows this. Everybody knows. The reason you can't see ripped people, because they all did. So <laughs> basically, moral of the podcast is like, don't... You remember <laughs> all your workout goals that we were talking for the past 30 minutes about? Yeah, don't do that. Don't don't do that, cause you'll run out of toilet paper and then you'll die. The pandemic poop monster will kill you. Yeah, basically, basically blame everything on the pandemic, cause uh, it's better to escape goat instead of looking at yourself for responsibility and taking accountability for your actions in life. Mm-hmm. So pandemic. Yeah. That's that's what we learned today. Exactly. But uh, speaking of, well, not about the pandemic, or, or the. 
Have you ever like looked at other people, like how they lead their life? Maybe not even on Instagram or anything. I'm just like talking about real life where people voluntarily get up and run every single day and they finish it and they're like, oh man, that was a good run. They're like, they're smiling for some reason after putting up so much physical exercise. Well, technically, I don't see people at all ever since the pandemic. (laughs) I I live beside a park. So like whenever I'm taking my dog for a walk, I see these people run like and they finish and then they like wipe the sweat off with a little smile on their face. And I'm just thinking, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, how can you be enjoying all that strenuous effort? You know? No, no, they're enjoying that the fact that, that they're done. They're miserable all this hey, time, but now they're done. No, no, no. These, these guys actually enjoy running. And then sometimes they're like, you know, they actually enjoy eating healthy. And what? I'm here saying, I'm like, what are you talking about? There's a, there's a good, look at that McDonald's right there. Yeah, right. What are you doing? Slap them. Like, <laughs> take your broccoli out of my face. What's wrong with you? You ever oh had God. a Big Mac, you idiot? <laughs> yeah, right. Here, eat this. Cheese and shit. <laughs> Easy, 700 calories in this one bite. <laughs> like, you put, like, there are some people out there where you put, like, a delicious slice of cake in front of them. Or, like, some kale. And they'll, they'll eat kale. eat the kale. Oh, my God. So I like see the real sickness here. I see that that's the real pandemic. But, I mean, that really made me think. How, like, them and us, we both have cravings, right? We both have things that bring us happiness in life, like momentary happiness in life. But theirs happens to be, you know, exercising and eating healthy and stuff. For us, it's like gaming, relaxing, and like eating Basically everything that's bad the for us. The existence of shit. <laughs> Basically yeah. everything that's against our goals. But like the happiness that we get from our like things, they get that happiness from them. And I'm like, they're like what, what's so different? You know, how come they get, they get to live like that? And then, I mean, I know the answer because of life choices. But, <laughs> you know. Why are they enjoying good things in life? Oh, life choices. Yeah, yeah. I, but like... I can't even fathom living a life eventually. Like, even if I lose weight and everything, I can't fathom myself enjoying the process of, you know, killing myself in the gym or eating, like, healthy food and stuff. But there are some people that do it. Like, that's why when I started reading this book about habit, it really started to click why these things start to happen. Like, let me let me tell you a story that I read from the book. It's like a little snippet, mm. right? The book basically says that habit is created from a repetition of having a cue to a routine to a reward, right? Mm-hmm. There's always a cue that triggers something uh, to happen, and that is the routine. And at the end of the routine, there's a reward. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I told you about this rat, right? They put the, these, uh, like, sensors and stuff in, uh, inside the rat brain, and they let they put the rat in this, like, tiny maze it was basically a t so the rat could walk down the hall and then take a left or a right mm-hmm. and they put the rat at the bottom of the t and they put a door there and they put the chocolate on the left side of the t at the top left so it would have to go down and take a left mm-hmm. and basically what they would do is monitor the brain's activity over time from the moment it the door opened to the moment it got the chocolate and the first time that they did it the moment the door swung open the rat would like go up and down the hallway sniffing smelling scratching everything and then eventually, like, it'd go down, take a look at the wrong side just to make sure nothing's there, and then go down the left side and eat the chocolate. To the chocolate, yeah. And the brain activity was crazy. It was going all over the place, right? It was insane. It was gathering a lot of information. But after doing it over and over and over again, 
it started getting faster and faster. The door opens, straight up, take a left, chocolate, done. You know, it was like going for a speed run race. Mm. But when they looked at the brain activity now, what happened was like, imagine the brain activity is like a graph over time. When the door opened up, there was a spike, right? It, there was a lot of brain activity at the moment the door clicked open with that noise. Mm-hmm. And then it went drastically down and it stayed down. So basically the brain was barely active from the moment it went down the hallway, took a left and got to the chocolate. And once it started eating it, there was a spike, mm-hmm. right? That was the routine, this, uh, this pattern that they were talking about. So your brain has decided that there's a certain process that needs to happen after you get the cue. And for the rat, the cue was the door swinging open. So that spike oh, indicated okay. to the brain, here's your cue. And then it would, it would do the uh, routine that was stored inside the brain, which is go down and take a left. In that process, it wasn't thinking much. Kind of like how if you're very used to driving, you can drive without really thinking. Like you could talk about something else, listen to music or whatever. Because your brain's not yeah, actually yeah, putting yeah. in conscious effort into it. Mm-hmm. And at the end, the other spike uh, is the reward that it got. Right? Mm-hmm. So you would think that ha- habit formation, like the, all the habits we have, is because of this three-step process. But it's actually not. There's a secret fourth thing that comes into this uh, situation that really... F- solidifies what a habit is right and that was because it's other experiment someone else did spoilers in case you guys want to read the book uh but i mean i'm only spoiling like a little tiny bit amazing book if anyone wants to like learn about this kind of stuff and how to apply it to your own life check out the power of habit by charles duhake or something but anyways the Very second thing book, they did, yeah. yeah the second thing they did was this test they put Monkeys, they like put it on a seatbelt in a chair in like a dim room. And in front of the uh, monkey was this TV. And from time to time, these shapes would start uh, showing up. And the rabbit right above the head had a lever that it could pull. And then there was this pipe that came near its mouth. And basically, when the uh, monkey would pull the lever, uh, cranberry juice or blackberry juice would come down. And then it it can drink it, right? Basically, mm-hmm. it was like a tube that delivers juice for it. A monkey or a rabbit? Which one is it? Did I say rabbit? Sorry, monkey. It's just a monkey. Okay. Um, so the they wanted to study how the brain was processing this information. And they wanted the uh, monkey to see the shape come. And when, as soon as the shape comes, pull the lever, get the juice. Right? Okay. And they were uh, analyzing the monkey's brain activity over time from the started to end right mm-hmm. and over time once they figured out how to do it there wasn't much brain activity when they saw the shape it would pull the lever and then get the juice and there wasn't much spike or anything like that it was very flat but then when it got the juice it there was a pattern it was, there was a big spike that would indicated to it that hey i got a reward it mm-hmm. felt happy it felt mm-hmm. that sense of satisfaction or pleasure from the sugar so there was that spike Right, and it kept doing that over and over and over again, and every single time, like shape, lever, or shape and lever, nothing. The brain activity was minimal, and then at the end for the juice, big spike. They called it the "I got a reward" spike. But then something changed after a while. What? As as soon as a shape showed up on the screen, that spike happened right after that, right before even pulled the lever or actually got the juice, the spike happened. What, the reward spike? Yeah, it happened well before he even pulled it. As soon as I saw the cue, 
it got that spike. Oh, and that's that change, that change is what you call craving. Mm-hmm. So, the monkey started craving the whole, uh, like, uh, craving the sensation that the juice would give it. Not even the juice, the sensation that it gets. That's what you call craving, right? And so many people out there have used this knowledge to their advantage. For example, like, have you ever gone to Scarborough Towns or any mall, for example, that has Cinnabon in it? Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know how Cinnabon is the only store that sells food, but it's not located in the food uh, plaza? Yeah, yeah. It's always located on the other side because it they use their sense of smell as a cue. And in this sense, as soon as you smell that, your brain starts anticipating the eventual satisfaction of the sugary taste that you will get. Seriously? So you, you smell it. Yeah, you smell it, and then you get that spike immediately. Damn, and then after Cinnabon. Yeah. <laughs> And after that spike, it used, it's it's rudimentary, it's routine. But imagine that it didn't get it. Like the, what they did was they changed the uh, juice or they put water or something else, and it didn't get that satisfaction it got. And then it started getting depressed or angry. Yeah, and yeah. it started getting antsy. Mm-hmm. Right? That's how habits form. It's you start craving for that eventual sensation at the end, and. Uh, and when you don't get it, you start getting antsy. Like like food. You know, when you smell... Well, I think the example they used in the book is they saw, like, a box of donuts, right? The moment you see the box of donuts, you don't crave to eat the box of do- like the donuts inside. You know, you're not the craving anticipation. for the actual... No, you know, you're, an- you're anticipating the sensation you get afterwards. Mm-hmm. The sugar gives you a nice taste, and that gives you pleasure. You're, you're anticipating pleasure. And... Suddenly, the guy who has the box, they're like, no, nah, sorry, you, you can't have any. This is for a different department. Oh, yeah, and then yeah. you feel depressed. Yeah. Right? So what I'm trying to do in my life, I haven't gotten to the section of the book that talks about how to apply that into your own life. Right? <laughs> I, I, I know what's going on. I just haven't read that part of the book. Yeah, I've gotten to chapter two. There's a, <laughs> chapter three. So, you know, I'm like the best salesman for this book. I'll give you all like the whole hook. But I won't give you the actual... It's like, like, so how is this book changing? Uh, I'm, I haven't gone there yet. That's chapter three. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, the book gives you details about these kinds of things. And it's supremely interesting. But, you know, basically, you need to... If you want to create a habit, a habit that will stick with you to the point where everything's routine. You know, you don't worry about having to go for a run because it's a habit now. You yeah. Know? yeah. You need to start craving for something. So what I did was I downloaded the Nike Run app which calculates how far you ran and like your pace and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I I feel happy when I see it progress to the next day, you know? I lost, like, my, the amount of time it took me to run a 2K is suddenly lower. I feel yeah. happy. I feel, yeah, I feel yeah, that yeah. sense of accomplishment. And I'm trying to set it up so that I start craving it. Yeah you, definitely, start, uh, yeah, you definitely need that. Also, the other thing is that you need to see the change of result. Mm. If you apply it to your life, you, you, you need a metric that you can measure over time and then really focus in on that. And eventually you'll start realizing that that actually makes you feel good too. You know what I mean? Mm. It does yeah. take time. And the th- the thing is that it's, it's exactly like what uh, that quote I heard. It's not that you rise up to your uh, potential or, or goals that you set out to do, but instead you fall down to your systems being your habits yeah. that you do day by day. So theoretically, not theoretically, actual in actuality, if you could set up your habits to do something mm-hmm. that's aligned with what you want, eventually you'll just succeed and you won't even realize what happened. 
Yeah. Because you're basically brain dead while, while you're doing it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I don't think... Like, if I see candy or chocolate in front of me, I don't think about it. I just eat it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They'd be like, oh, man, what happened? <laughs> so those assholes that always make you envious by looking at them because they go running and exercise and stuff, they're not thinking about it. Like, that's why they're enjoying it. It's because they're going... Their brain thought process is the same as you eating a box of donuts. Like, it's... Mm-hmm. They get a craving, they go for it, they get the result, and they feel happy. So... So you gotta yeah. you basically take more time and then yeah. build a proper habit. See, like one of the steps for changing bad habits is to analyze your lifestyle and see what is the cue, what is the trigger, what is the craving, and what is the reward. You know, fat. And then what you do after that is read the book because I haven't gone. To yet. <laughs> read the book. Go to chapter three. I haven't gone there chapter yet, so I can't three. really tell you. <laughs> I, I skipped over chapter one, which goes into the detail about what the habit loop is actually. Like, what exactly is the cue? What exactly is the routine? Like, the book goes into the details about how, like, there's something called the basal ganglia and all that. Well, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Re- But read the book. It's great. Mm-hmm. So this, this basically was an entire advertisement for the book. Yeah. Well, no. the, the book has helped me a lot in trying to put up habits in my life. I don't know if it has, has worked yet, because, you know, habits still take weeks to form. Yeah, it's been one week since I read the book. So yeah, you still need. I don't know week. if it succeeded. Exactly. Quite frankly, there's also something else I heard. It's that you will, even if your old habits, you'll never forget them. It'll never actually completely leave you. So yeah. you can, you're always you always have that potential of falling back into your negative cycles. Exactly. Yeah. Especially the longer you do it, it's like the more your brain knows about it. You can definitely build it. You can definitely like say you get a cue for a bad habit change the routine definitely all that stuff and that'll stick but if you step back into the previous bad habit just once just know that that entire circuitry in your brain is still there yeah maybe you'll have more self-confidence or willpower it's not gonna be that big of a deal but it never really goes away yeah you never lose a strong craving for something once you get it but you can overwhelm that with a different craving Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Given the way you get about that, I have no idea. But I haven't gone to yeah. chapter three yet, so I don't really know. Chapter three is still a mystery <laughs> to me. <laughs> so come back, come back, come back next week for chapter three. Hopefully, for Jay reads. Ah, uh, well, I mean, I have a assignment. I don't think I'll get to it. You c- some some ne- join us next. <laughs> join us next time. Whenever this guy finishes chapter three, to know how how to actually do something. Long yeah. story short, Take, taking chapter three is still one third of the book. I haven't finished one third of the book. Well, that's good. That means you should, in theory, get a lot of insight on how to actually do something. I feel like the answer is very, very simple. It's just do the thing that you wanted to do and just shut up and then do it again. Mm, I don't think it's that simple, but I'm more power to you, buddy. <laughs> no, no, it's 100% that simple because otherwise you're going to overcomplicate and then you can learn all this. And I'm not saying it's bad. 100% support it. I've heard the synopsis, the analysis of this book a million times. And long story short, what, what you realize is that at the end of the day, if you have that kind of like fear of like, I need a shortcut or that fear of like, I don't want to put in effort, you have to face that. You have to realize like, I just, I, at the end of the day, I still need to put in the effort. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no escaping. So... Yeah. 
a lot of people like to like read new books or blah 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 of like oh maybe there's a new hack maybe there's this the, the blah 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 there's definitely there's definitely going to be maybe a more efficient efficient way to get to your destination but doing the work is what's going to get to your destination at the end of the day yeah so you got to overcome that the better ways of doing that work is smarter ways i guess yeah yeah so that's, I, that's I, true. I think with knowledge comes power given like you gotta, you gotta differentiate this and like uh get get quick schemes you know <laughs> it's a pyramid scheme yeah <laughs> make money I mean, fast you know, <laughs> you know like it's not like if you eat a banana from the bottom up suddenly you spend 10 more weight like it's, how do you do that <laughs> <laughs> what whoa my brain just exploded <laughs> One of the one of the ads I saw on the internet was lose thirty pounds in a week, and it was a picture of a banana. And then I just how does that was make trying any to sense? figure out like how does a banana? <laughs> it's, a, it's a potassium. I'm telling you, <laughs> but it's the potassium makes you if you if you eat it from the side, if you eat a banana sideways with the case on. Yeah, exactly. Like there's gotta be a gimmick to it because it can't be just eat more bananas. Because, you know, they'll just say eat more bananas. But they <laughs> yeah. got a picture of a banana there. So I, I'm like, there's got to be a technique to it. But how many techniques can you have with a banana? Like, Maybe you use banana. it as weights. Who knows? Who really knows, man? Yeah, just go to... Go to, <laughs> go to go a... To no, no, no. I, 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 I know exactly how you're going to lose weight with bananas. You take bananas, go to the zoo in front of a monkey, and fight that monkey for that banana. Because <laughs> that's how you're going to lose that weight. <laughs> and learn like rugby with the gorillas. <laughs> And and all boom, it's like it's like magic, you know. In a week, either you're you die, come out alive. Yeah, if you come out alive, hundred percent, you lose weight. What happens if you don't lose weight? Ah, uh, well, then you don't have to worry of losing weight because you'll then lose weight in a different way that we call decomposition. <laughs> you in will the lose weight hundred percent of the time instead of work. Yeah, hundred percent of the time it's gonna work. Whether you whether you die or you don't die, boom. Because these gorillas, they hit hard, man. They hit real hard. <laughs> <laughs> my brother cousin from the from uh nevada got hit once this guy dead he dead. weighs like zero grams now though so you know it's working bro skinniest i've ever seen him yeah right <laughs> and he's just just a doctor in, a, in an advertisement telling you this take the banana and wave it in front of the monkey you want to agitate the gorilla <laughs> just agitate eat it eat it up bottom up Somehow, <laughs> eat it with the skin on. Just yeah, chew eat, on it. <laughs> eat the whole banana raw, just one bite in front of the gorilla. Just it up like noodles. Like if that gorilla don't box you in the next two seconds, bro, come back and get your money back straight up, straight up. That's yo Harambe. This brings up stories from Harambe so much. <laughs> it all makes sense now. It all makes sense. Like, the kid oh, was trying to lose weight. Yeah, right. <laughs> he was on a diet, guys. I don't know what y'all problems were. We, we, the guy was on a diet. Harambe came over. He's like, yo, what's good, bro? Oh, ha, my have God. you seen that? Uh, it's, a, it's a skit. It's a comedic skit where this guy was like, sign up with us and promise you, you'll lose weight. And like, they'll sign up and you'll be like, all right, go ahead. Go home. And their whole gimmick is that they'll make you run at the most random times of the day. Like, oh, yeah, you're, you're picking your child for a while. Yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah, yeah. They're like, kidnap the child and run away. So you'll have to chase after. 
And then after you finish your two kilometer, I'll give the child back. Yeah, out of nowhere. And also, they, there was a there was another scene where like they were sleeping or something. The murderer comes in, starts chasing them down the block. <laughs> <laughs> and when they're cornered, it's like with a machete, takes them off. It's like that's nice. Three three kilometers. That's good. See you tomorrow. And then See walks off. Yeah. <laughs> Damn man. Hey look It works You just gotta sprint In the most randomest times Just when you think about it Just boom We just go People think you have Tourette's 100% But hey You're, you're, you're a guy with Tourette's Who's slim and ripped So who's the real loser here? Boom There you go I'm just imagining Some guy who woke up Two minutes ago Running down the street <laughs> <laughs> Some guy in a mask Chasing you like, how do you go from sleeping, like, having a good night's sleep, to running for your life in a matter of minutes? <laughs> matter of, hey, that's the promise. They they promised, and they took the money. So that, hey, it's a it's a really good business scheme. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're pretty successful. They can change the face of America. Now America, instead of, oh, what everybody says, like, oh, they're a beast or whatever, America's going to be nice, slim, ripped, and very anxious about their life. But, hey, they're nice, slim, and ripped. Yeah, fearing oh. for their lives though. <clears throat> I can I can definitely imagine somebody like talking to someone else about like, hey, this is my new training. Uh, I signed it up yesterday, and then out of literally mid conversation, they just run. <laughs> 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 somebody runs after them all of a sudden. <laughs> like thirty guys just running out. Yeah, right. It's like, oh, so what does it do? Oh, it basically makes you, and then just runs, <laughs> just runs out the coffee shop. Yeah, I I, I could see that. Hey, man, look, you got to do what you got to do. If you want to be fit, you got to put in the work. And if not, you know, you could buy the service. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. Try the banana. <laughs> try the service. If none of them work, uh, come back to us when we reach chapter three. Yep. That's basically, yeah, that's, basically, that's basically what you guys need to know about today's podcast episode. Any closing statements? Closing statements. Um, it's getting pretty cold. So I'm mm-hmm. on some thermal. I can recommend it. What? Not your closing statement. I don't care what you did. What? I'm just giving you updates on my life. I don't... <laughs> yeah, just closing statement. Yeah, I was... Uh, I pooped like two hours ago. It was really weird. Color was really weird. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I'm chilling. This is going to be our closing statement. The podcast has come far. Ladies and gentlemen, the podcast is at its peak. But, you know... Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast. As always, you can always find this podcast on any platform that plays podcasts or media, even OnlyFans, especially OnlyFans. Check out yeah. the podcast at OnlyFans at OnlyFans.com slash Adnan and the J. <clears throat> but no, seriously, though, definitely uh, definitely keep updated with the podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple, and as well as Google, many other places. As always, me and the J are very happy that you guys are here. And, you know, this is a really good new refreshing kind of way to make the podcast instead of me just doing it by myself so yeah also closing statement closing statement i got one uh, mm-hmm. if you want to lose weight don't shoot yourself that was a joke oh yeah that was a disclaimer 100 percent um any other disclaimer <laughs> don't uh, jump into a gorilla pin with a banana please don't eat it upside down raw don't yeah don't eat it with without peeling it here's the thing hey no, no, hold up hold can up, you hold up. though like is that bad for you can you actually do this I you don't know. give it a try. You give it a shot. No, no you give it. No, you give it a shot first, and then you let me know what no, I'm happens. Talking, I'm talking to the audience. Audience, someone try it and comment down below. Oh my god! <laughs> Go on YouTube and comment down below. <laughs> Somebody's out there. Somebody's out there who's gonna do this, and he's gonna be like, you know, you gave me a stomach 
campaigns and blah, 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 the podcast. Uh, hey, look, whatever you guys try or don't try, don't blame the podcast, okay? Disclaimer, we, we don't know what we're doing with our lives, so take every single advice I've given with a grain of salt, and we hold nothing accountable <laughs> if it all goes wrong. <laughs> if it all goes to shit, uh, just blame the pandemic. That's how that always yep. works. Yeah. Full so, disclaimer. All right. Have okay. a great day, everyone. Have a great day, great night, or whatever, wherever you're living. And as always, we'll see you next time.